I'm glad that you're in Mr. In Between now. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's the best. I love it. Yeah. It's crazy that it's not larger. Yeah. Yeah, because it was on FX. And who like who it's on Hulu. You I mean, you really did like kind of fuck up my week a little bit mm -hmm. by telling me about that because I've stayed up every night. Like on Thursday when I got home from shows, I worked the next morning. I still stayed up to like two thirty watching it. I have a bad thing where I'm re if like I when I find something good, I uh, there and it's like I'm hyper conscious of it. So mm -hmm. it's like this weird duality where I'm like I know I'm about to abuse this, and I know <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna not do the right things because yeah. of this, and I'm slightly glad about that because it right. means i don't have to do challenging things and exactly how i felt the last four days <laughs> yeah. i mean dude i'm almost done with the series yeah it's I started mr mr in between is such a good show it's uh the way you described it to me is almost like australian breaking bad yeah and uh but it's like very it's very like humorous and yeah. heartfelt mm -hmm. also and I think because it's Australian. It's very it, charming. It's incredibly charming. And, and dark and brutal. There's not a character in it who you're not, like, interested in. Yep. And... Uh, the girl's weirdly hot. Huh? The girl's weirdly hot. His... Oh, his, yeah, his, like his young Mr. daughter? No. <laughs> Ew. The, the, the girlfriend. Her friend. The daughter's friend. No, her, the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah. He's weirdly handsome. Not at all. When you first see him, he's gross. He's a yes. bald... Uh, like sinewy Australian yes. guy with bad teeth. And then the more you watch, you're like, is this the hottest guy in the world? Yeah. So Tara Fancy really... Fancy a <laughs> Dimmies? You want to go get Dimmies? I had to it, look up it... what Dimmies are because it looks so good. No He's one knows soy what sauce Dimmies is. in the bag. No one knows yeah. it. That's totally Australian because it's not Asian. That's like... No, yeah. That's like their version of like Kung Pao chicken. Right. It's a deep fried potsicker, And I think right? it's off of dim sum. Yeah, I totally. But it's just a deep fry. It's a big deep fried, um, like ravioli. Yeah, a what, Vietnamese ravioli. What do they call it? What's their version of a ravioli? The word a dumpling. A dumpling. Yeah, yeah. yeah Australians will do that where they do the like every dim sum is like ah oh, you have a dimmy. Yeah, you have a. I'm gonna have a cummy. I knew. That. Yeah, I'll have a little cummy. <laughs> oh, that's just... a little cummy on your tummy. Yeah, that uh, speaking like that about sex is <laughs> like so disgusting. To be, oh, being, yeah, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being cutesy about. Yeah, cutesy. Oh, I think I'm about to throw a couple ropes. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fancy a couple ropes? Oh, why don't you stick that in me? So. Oh, I fancy a glob. Hello. Oh, I fancy a glob, don't you? Australians are. I, they're weird because some of their women are like gorgeous, right? Yeah. Are you making sure we're recording? I think we are. No, I was just staring. Uh, just staring at their, the table. Some of their women are the grains. Very beautiful. But they're generally like, they're almost like you put regular people through like a ugly cartoon filter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they're like, it's like you can't quite tell, but if you look like all of their eyes are like three quarters of an inch further apart. I was about to say, their, their teeth are all like, uh, Australian women's teeth are all like just uh, like straight up, just like 8% bigger than yes. an American woman's teeth. They have big teeth. Yeah. They have big faces. Australians have big faces. Yeah. And also the women, and I, it's probably just the accent, but it just sounds like hyper masculine. Yes. The way that women are. Yeah. They're very like bro-y sounding. Yeah. And right. how they talk. That's the mask. It's like they all kind of seem to communicate like one of the boys. It's, you know, yeah, it's like you're talking to Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> yeah. Kangaroo, put a, kangaroo Jill. Put a Hawaiian shirt on that bitch. Yeah. You get know her, what I mean? Get her sexy. Have you been? You, you've not been to Australia, No. Right? No one's been to Australia. I've been to Australia. Really? I went to Australia. That's crazy. Yeah. For, how long did you spend there? Uh, I was there. I think I was there two times. 
I don't remember. No kidding. Yeah. Adelaide? No, I went to Perth. Sydney. Uh, no, I don't think. No, I went to Sydney, Brisbane, and mm. uh, um, with the other uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne was my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, you know what's funny that I wouldn't ever go for leave. This is all for work. But, yeah. Uh, not because I didn't like it. It just like, dude, it is just. It's like that you get there and you're like, this just. It feels like I just flew into San Diego. Sure. It doesn't seem any different, and the architecture is not different. None of that. And my buddy who's Australian who lived there, who like took me out in, um, in Melbourne, he was like, oh, he's like, uh, Australia is always just wherever the U.S. was like right. 15 years ago. Right. So it's always just like you're just in the U.S. in 2008 right now. Interesting. I've heard it's very expensive. Super expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah People I'm, do Coke there and Coke is like $200 a gram. Crazy. Yeah. Just don't do. I, I mean, it'd be so easy to stay off of drugs if they cost that much well what's weird is that well i think isn't meth pretty big in australia meth's bit, yeah because you a little goey meth you want to do a little goey goey that's, that's what, what they call like it go in, juice that's what they call it in mr in between like, some goey oh that's he's right like, he's, like, he's like what do you want mate and he's like just a little goey oh that's right yeah. that's cool other places slang is very interesting to me mm-hmm. for drugs drug slang is always something that i'm like fascinated in yeah yeah i, I like it in australia i wonder what it is in like vietnam you know what i mean for meth it's probably like oh. it's probably like yeah. Oh, you want some bar? It's like what? I say you want some bar. Like what? I don't know what you're saying. You want some bar? Some bar now? <laughs> yeah. You want some bar now? Like I don't know. They're like addicted to, uh, or I think it's the Philippines has like this really uh, crazy addiction to like it's like a much lower grade, almost like a bath salts type epidemic. I thought they're they they like the betel nut. What is that? I think that's like a say that three times you get jizzed on your face. <laughs> that's very <laughs> funny. Damn. <laughs> Clip it. Um, it's like it's this thing they climb up in the trees and it's got um, either caffeine in it or I think it's got like similar stuff in it that that Coke does and they like stay on they chew on it right here and it's like supposed to be like really acidic. Oh, that'd be like, like indigenous. It's like a that's mild not people stimulant. in like Manila. No, they sell it at markets and shit all over the oh, place. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And you just stuff a nut in your mouth, mm. and then it gets you a little goey? Mm-hmm. A little goey, mm. mate. Did you ever do... I remember doing things like... the. Uh, you would go on Arrowwood, mm-hmm. right? Of course. And you would look up... How many times did you Google this? Uh, uh, household items get you high spices or whatever and constantly you're, constantly and you're like maybe a new maybe they found out that like black pepper does something to you one was that is like one of the things they say is black like pepper? yeah it's like if you i think i don't know if this is like a rickroll but i think there's something someone that says like enough nutmeg will get you that, like super blasted nutmeg was the big one but it's yeah. always and then you would go and read you go into the arrowwood vaults and yeah. like read about uh people's experiences with it and it was always like vague but also unpleasant nobody yes. was ever like oh dude i, I met my to, grandmother you have to consume a massive amount for like a lame high essentially and you just get sick and like are kind of weirded out for a couple hours one that i heard about was like leaving a banana peel but the on banana a, peels on one yeah yeah, yeah 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 only drug addicts know about this i know people, <laughs> the banana peel high yeah people people who are like casual drug users or <laughs> like just non-drug addicts yeah are like i'll just like get weed and you're like yeah but you have a banana like right here of course like <laughs> wouldn't you want to know 
What did you want to know? I, I if, had a buddy. If having a rotten banana in your bedroom on your porch for three weeks and then smoking it and then nothing happens, well, you'd want to know. Like, I did because you can also get high off like you'd also get high off like Benadryl. Obviously, mm-hmm. cops are there's some common ones. I remember when I was in uh, junior high, I was in like the eighth grade, and my my buddy came over, and I had I had smoked weed but i didn't have any left for him so mm-hmm. i was stoned but he didn't have any and he was like he's like you really like you don't have any weed like any resin nothing i was like no like, resin. I'm, oh. and i'm i know and i'm high and so i tell him i'm like you know what dude just do just eat this pack of benadryl yeah like this will get you this will get you there you that was your real up. suggestion to be on the same level with this dude yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he was like dude i don't know and i I've, i had researched it all yes. i had done benadryl before and my brother yeah. had taken a couple it. bennies yeah he saw cats that we didn't have walking yeah. around his room and so I was like, yeah, just take the Benadryl and let's hang out and watch like South Park. Yeah. And so he eats a pack of Benadryl, ends up going home, like said he didn't really feel anything. And then he calls me first thing in the morning and he's like, I haven't slept and I can't see. Oh. And he was like, I, I can't, I, like this wasn't safe. I can't and you, see. And, and you're like, like, and you're like, oh man, my bad about that. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, I yeah. was so reassured like, that it was fine. Ah shit! He didn't go to school that day because he's like, I like, I don't know what to do. You're like, like listen, listen. You're, you're like, listen. If you still can't see in like four days, I'll take you to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, hey, let me know if you know what, dude. I told you it was good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I told you that was good thing. shit. You Yo. can't see. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Let's see. Why don't you wait like two weeks? Because they're always like the doctors. Like you have a reaction yeah. if you got on like antibiotics. They're like, well, if you see any like additional redness in like three days, call me immediately. Right. Your your boy's like, yeah. So I haven't slept in three days and I can't see or smell anything. And you're like, let's check back in like two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, it usually runs its course. <laughs> it's like if it isn't out of your sister by then, sister by then, I'll call a doctor friend. Like yeah. Couple bennies. I fucked him. I fucked that kid. You, fu- you know what was good? It was uh, robo tripping. Dude, you know what? I never got there with it. Really? I never got there. Oh I God. only ever Fuck. got like kind of drunk feeling, and then everyone around me would be like tripping hard. I always wanted to be where they were at. It and was it always um, ended negative though. It was kind of similar fun. to. It was. It was like ketamine ish. Mm-hmm. But with this real like like a pressure high, you know pressure highs where you're just kind of like. Like yeah. it's hard to like move through stuff. Right, right. Like it kind of feels like you're in like a jelly world. You always like kind of lose control of your limbs. Mm-hmm. I'm always like really having a tough time walking. I saw. Yeah, so Kemi was kind of like that. quaaludes. Probably feels it was like hard that. to like get up and move around. Everything felt like heavy, but yeah. in a nice way. Right. Like there was like a pressure on you that felt good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like your Dwight Schrute stapler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like your Dwight Schrute stapler, and Jim just pranked you. That's what doing DXM is like. You drink cough syrup and you become Dwight Schrute stapler. And Jim is a prank master general. Mm, I believe you have my S isomer. Um, I remember that being a whole thing in the ketamine community. It's like, what isomer is it? And then people will be like, no, that's so S is like more trippy and like silly and fun. Okay. And then R I think is like, just like a body high and like kind of makes your head a little dull. What's isomer? Apparently, it's like a different way it's being manufactured. And okay. like, it's like I, you either cook it in this way or extract it in this way or whatever. I mm-hmm. obviously don't actually know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. I don't think, I, I don't know if any of it's real. You yeah. know what I mean? It's really interesting the way, like, because we were all like big drug nerds. We liked going on the internet and getting drugs and researching them and all that stuff. We like, no, I liked knowing about drugs. Mm-hmm. And for a while, when I was selling drugs, and then that kind of remained true. Even at my worst, I like really felt 
this is not in defense of anything or like a point of pride, but truly at that time, I felt like a responsibility that I was like, if I'm going to sell drugs, they'll be like of the highest quality and I can have as much information and be as transparent as possible about yeah. all of them. I was, was that really... specific to like Molly acid? Yeah. And that was mostly what I pumped. I was going to say that, that, that viewpoint is something that you only ever hear expressed in that drug dealing yes. community. Cause I've had, I, I bought Molly before in the past and the guy really does it. And he's like, this is the stuff that like I take, this is mm -hmm. where I get it from. Yeah, this yeah. is where it's sourced. It's I'm, like, the, I'm that guy. Locally and that's amazing. No one's like that with heroin. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's from Mexico. Probably shoot it. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, is it any good? It's like, nah. Give me your money. <laughs> yeah. Is it any good? That no, sucks. Well, Here. I stopped being sick for a second. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll see you in 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, that will abscess. Anyway, that's $85. That will abscess. You're going to abscess. You'll blow a vein. You'll money probably miss. $85. Yeah. Yeah. See us money later. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time where yeah. I had don't, a... Don't eat an everything bagel if you have a drug test. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I was such an annoying... Because when I remember when I was in heroin, I was also like, you know, a, 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 a privileged... Like why I stopped at 21 too. So yeah. just a young, annoying, like yes. most of my heroin addict yes. years were like being a teenager. I was unbearable. Yeah. Unbearable. But then I would also have these like hood ass black drug dealers mm -hmm. and I didn't, I would bother them. Like mm -hmm. I would, I would call them whining being like, like the stuff you you sold me sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 17. They'd be like, yo, don't call me again. And like, like, I remember one time this guy gave me some stuff and I just got a really bad histamine reaction. Yeah. I also got loaded. Yeah. I was nodding out at Cirque du Soleil yeah. like with my family. But Dude. in my mind, because I didn't get much of a rush, I was immediately like blowing up his phone being like, this stuff sucks. Like, like, what did you, what did you sell me? I'm so high. And you're like, I'm so high. I'm like getting in trouble in front of my family. Yeah. Cause I'm like nodding out at Cirque yeah. du Soleil. And then I got a really bad histamine reaction and I told him that he sold me baking soda. Yeah. And he was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he called me. He started threatening me. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, don't ever say I sold you bad shit, dude. I stand by mm -hmm. my dope, you know, all of that. And then what I thought would fix it later is to be like, I'm going to tell him that I'm like, lethally allergic to baking soda <laughs> that way he'll only ever sell me pure and so i like thought that would work so i was like hey by the way i'm sorry for it's just like dude i get really worried because like a lot of the fillers that they use in heroin i'm like deathly allergic to yeah so i can only do like the best stuff right and he's like i don't give a fuck dude, this is what yeah. i'm selling you yeah. yeah here's the thing i'm glad you said that because my guy when i get it from him he's like okay you have two choices <laughs> <laughs> he's like i've got this like wicked good shit that it's going to be more expensive. You'll make less money from it. And then I got this less expensive shit that you will be able to sell for the same amount of money. And be rich. Which one would you like? And be hood rich. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going quality over quantity yeah. every time. He just wants to be hood rich. I remember one of the... So with acid, the, the lure was a large part of the sales pitch. Mm -hmm. And I bought into it like I was a huge loser. The, the lure, not the lore. The lore. The, the lore. lore. I'm sorry. Okay. The lore. This comes from a kingdom far away. <laughs> yeah, literally. It crossed the seas to be here so, with you. So um, the like the biggest festival lore, and I think we've talked about this briefly on the podcast, but like the number one thing that everybody wants to know about is the Grateful Dead family, which is like the organized crime within festivals of people who like tour the dead, they manufacture acid, like da da da. It's something that like everyone wants to know about. Everyone wants to be like connected to. Everybody wants the product that they offer. It's just like the thing, it's like the conspiracy theory yeah. that people want to know about. For the most part today, it's kind of bastardized and disbanded to the point where it's like 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 
because the the allure of it was that these people got involved because they genuinely believed in the chemical. They genuinely believed that if used correctly, it could really help people. And da da da. This is back in like the seventies. This yeah. is when Owsley Stanley was like the largest acid manufacturer on the planet. He was the sound guy for the Grateful Dead and also like a pioneer. Right. In manufacturing LSD, he was the first large-scale independent cook in history. Was he the guy who got locked up and then, like, the the world, like, LSD supply plummeted? Is Possibly. That I'm, not, I'm not super familiar okay. with that with that story. But he was called the bear. He's like, you know, there's they sing about him in Grateful uh. Dead. So he designed the dancing bear. Yes, like, scientist. Corner scientist. Yes, yes, You're yes. here at the bear's workshop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and he also developed, he was a sound engineer. He developed the wall of sound, which was like a... a uh, a super innovative uh, speaker system that the de- dead would oh, tour with. He's yeah. kind of a, he was kind of a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say that over his lifetime, he manufactured it's like the Oppenheimer like, of fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so apparently cool. he uh, manufactured like, like half a billion hits of acid mm. in like on his own uh, was like, is the tale. Yeah. So uh, around that time, the people that would sell it and spread it, they organized loosely in some degree. It became the GDF, and then there's all the stuff around it where it's like, like some of the some of the stories and tales, which I I know first and second hand some of it to be true, some of it to be I don't know, is like when you like get in with the family, mm. one of the things they make you do, I believe this is to be taught how to cook, which I feel like you could probably find it elsewhere as yeah. well with, in the information age, is a thing called a thumbprint. Which is you would lick your thumb, press it onto a pile of crystallized acid, which is the form it's in before you yeah, yeah, yeah. W- break it down into liquid and lay it out on sheets. And just for uh, one gram of acid, which is going to be like that much, right. that's 10,000. Yeah, 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 so much. It's like it's a life-changing amount. I know people who have done it, and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of always in between right. high and not. This and is, like, that's like, this is white people version of like, putting your hand in in the mitt made of bullet ants. And you just got to sit there and like become a man yeah, as you yeah. just get bit by a thousand screaming bullet Th- that ants. That is so funny, the different version. Because th- then it's, and then the black version is just getting beat up by your friends for a second. Yeah, just getting your ass whooped in your <laughs> yeah. friend's backyard. And, and honestly, it's like, I'll take that. Uh, fuck me up, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Beat the I'll, shit out yeah, of me. fuck me up. Yeah. Yo, break my face. That's <laughs> like, so funny. Some Somebody's black dad coming out and being like, y'all finish up now, you hear? It's just like, yeah, it's our new friend. We're beating with pipes. They're like, okay, you can take roughly two and a half thousand hits of acid right now, or we can fuck you up a while. I'd be like, do your thing. Literally, beat I'd my grab ass. my nuts and be like, hit me as beat hard as you ass. want. Yeah. I think you're supposed to fight back too in the gang initiation. Yeah, but I think if you don't fight back, you're probably not in. You that's can't right. just cover and duck, which yeah, is yeah. totally what I would do. Right. You throw one I, and then. Yeah. I'd be like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do? Like that, you know what would be funny <laughs> if it was like if you were like, yeah, now you hit me, <laughs> like yeah, hit me, hit me now. Oh. Okay, now hit me. <laughs> like, well, I, but you also think it's like that. Uh, it's like anything that starts as like non-competitive and then mm-hmm. gets serious quick. Yeah. Where it's like you got to think at some point somebody's like, it's like, all right, Dodd, this is this is your initiation. Like you know us all love. You know we love you, brother. All right, you ready? Yeah. Ready? And then he thinks it's fine. And then once he gets hit three times, he gets mad and like pulls out a knife and he's like <laughs> slashing his friends because yeah. he's like pissed off. It would also be like, cool. Me too I, hard. I wonder if you're still in if like you're actually disgusting at fighting and you win. Like like Amazing. maybe Amazing. You're like a like you're actually trained. A race shoemaker like, type. Like Thai kickboxing. Yeah. 
That's great. Yeah, I would love that. I, I less and less as I get older because it's becoming less and less realistic. Mm -hmm. But I've spent so much time. I've spent more time thinking about this than Mm -hmm. I ever have thinking about jokes. Mm -hmm. And that is me winning in an encirclement fight. (laughs) Where there's a bunch of people around me. And in my head, I'm always like, I might be able to pull this off. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you can't actually, because once everyone's punching you at once, it's not like the movies where one comes yeah. at you at a time you're not steven seagal right doing that weird russian judo well, let me tournament. ask you this in this fantasy are you wearing like a seville row suit <laughs> no i like to think that i was i was caught off guard so i'd be like this like very undiscerning i'm wearing just like shorts oh i'm sorry what was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. hold on i gotta piss real fast yeah all good i'm just gonna keep talking you got yeah dude you go piss you guys gotta watch you guys gotta watch the show mr in between uh it's about uh, there's australians in it and it's so fucking so good. <laughs> but yeah, so the the reason that I was even bringing up the the fam, yeah, is because what it's it, the 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 Grateful Dead the Grateful family. Dead yeah. fam is because um, then it was like, of course, like they're ve- they are the people who are actually in it or like super involved in it. They're um, in it to win it. Yeah, what you're they're very, for. very secretive. You know what I mean? That because like they're really big, like they're weird because they're obviously like progressive hippies, but they're also real big on like stay off my lawn kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. They're very they keep to themselves. Right. Um, did old hippies? Did any of them just kind of become like gun wielding libertarians? I feel like that's yeah, like where, a huge, huge yeah. all the time, all right. the time. Those are the people who live in like rural Oregon now. If you take a ton of acid, you're gonna get into like individual freedom. Yeah. Like that's gonna that's, that's some, gonna now yeah. that's some sovereign state shit. That's some yeah, so you're, you're gonna like, get I'm, into some sovereign yeah. state shit. But so a bunch of people would like claim that they're in it, have nothing to do with it. There's one thing, it was like a pin that you would put in your hat that would say that you're in it. It was like the skull, but then with wings on the side. It was like okay. getting your wings. Apparently it yeah. signified like how much acid you sold. Right. Like da da da. It was something. This the most embarrassing part is it was something I strived for. Of at course, one point, yeah, of course, was yeah. to be approached. Because apparently course. you're like approached, like we see what you've been doing. Yeah, and like we'd like to recruit you. I love the way it's just like, hey, we see how you've been dancing weird yeah. in the middle of all these people. Yeah, weekend after weekend, it's crazy. We want you to join us. But so, it, to to summarize, like no one's really that in was it. the call for yeah. you. Oh, back yeah, then. Yeah. Now the call is Adam Egan at the mothership being like, hey, why don't you come back next Sunday, do a spot? And everybody's like, dude, I got the call. And then that was happened. your version. Yeah. Just like, guys, I got the call. This Some is... guy named Hooded Willie asked me to join them for an acid trip. That couldn't have been a more uh, exact take. I, I, right, that was, all, that was a yeah. nail on the head of what I was searching for. Yeah. So um anyway what ended up happening was i just found good drug dealers and i sold good drugs and i had them at a good price like it just worked out yeah but it became like a selling point of like if you said yo this is like family shit that was that meant the drugs were good you could also say that and there could be nothing on the piece of paper yeah and so it was just very interesting about like you know people would be like yes this is good or not but like this is like yo, this comes from a thing like a made up gang that nobody knows about. Right, it's right, like right, the right. thing with because I only ever sold like the heart, but like selling black tar and being like, dude, this is fa- this is Juarez family shit. Yeah, this is yeah. Santos family shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, I actually remember because Matamoros, remember, dude, back in like the old days when you would have like you'd sell 
uh, you'd sell heroin, it would be like, uh, you'd be like, yeah, I have a, like American gangster shit where it's mm-hmm. like, I have like blue fedora. Huh. And it's like the best. I remember, yeah. and you don't do that with black art. It's like, yeah. give me a gram of that bullshit yeah. that I'm ruining my life over. <laughs> that, oh, do you have a gram of dog shit? That fucking gutter runoff. Yeah, give me a gram of that I'm gutter about runoff. to smack up my arm. I remember this just like, like sleazy, just like a fucking, just a gross, like junky, like long hoodie, like barely can grow a mustache, like drug dealer. And him trying to do that stuff where he's just like, yeah, like I have some red cannon. I have some, <laughs> like, shut up. Stop trying to stamp your dope. You're and sick. it's like, and then especially the dope dealers that are set on dope too. Cause they're he, like, no, they're, that. Yeah, yeah. That guy who's like, he's a, f- to try to like market an item with some kind of like a, with some kind of like backstory while you yourself are like living in a constant state of fear. No, no. It's, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, like, he's like sick and scared all the time. He's like, dude, I, yeah, I got some blue bullseye <laughs> if you want it. I got some red Marys. <laughs> You're like red Marys, dude. Call an ambulance. He's like, he's like, it's legit. <laughs> dude, dude, that was one of the uh, more fun things for like after I got off uh, heroin, but still had like some friends I would occasionally message with on Facebook. Now, if I get messages from anybody, if I haven't seen you in the last like three years of my life and you hit me up on Facebook Messenger, honestly, no matter how close we were in high school, I'm probably not going to respond. I just don't. Totally. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have an interest, good or bad, not, and not just for the drug you user. You know what I do? Huh? You know what I do? I direct them to my Instagram. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what, that's what I do. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if our listeners know this. Nat, after shows, yep. after shows, he goes outside and he approaches every audience member with, uh, with a sticker mm-hmm. of himself. Uh, and he looks way better in the sticker than he does in real life. It's true. Everybody it's, it's comments like the, on it. It's the best. It's based on the best picture that's ever been taken. And then it was turned into a cartoon to make him look even more defined. Yes. And he goes up to people and goes, hey, I'm just handing out stickers for a dollar or a follow on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it is it is amazing to me that you're able to do that. Because yeah. when I watch it, and you feel not, you're like, this is just business. I'm doing my thing. Oh, no, it's painful. It's, oh, okay. I have you do, horrible I pain. I wouldn't want yeah, to talk absolutely. about this. Do you feel like cringe? You is it yeah, hard for it's you to one do? of those things it, that's where i david goggins who's going to carry these boats okay that's where my goggins shit comes i'll in. just quit i can't yeah, yeah, yeah. do it well it's like physical stuff <laughs> then i'm like owie and i stop i'm like no i'm trying to build a brand and it's like that that supersedes that i want to puke the whole time i'm doing oh it. that's so funny yeah mm-hmm. I, oh. I hate it but anyways but so you're Trust doing me, that to people it. on facebook messenger yeah, yeah. If I have someone who I like, like smoked pot with one time freshman year outside of the high school, it's like, dog, see you killing it, da da da. And they hit me up on Facebook, I'll be like, oh, absolutely, bro, good to see you. I got clips on IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You do it that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I would, I would occasionally stay in touch with like some of these people, like not in years, but it was always interesting to see who's like next up, where I'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, like Monty's running shit now, and I'd be like, oh, it's just some like. Some kid who he's like beat up and steal from, and now yeah. that's the guy. Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. funny. It was always sick. It was always like someone I knew. It was never anyone new. It was always somebody that I knew that I haven't thought of in years. And I'd be like, oh yeah, he's like he runs this town. Crazy. And by town, I mean a fucking like suburb of North Seattle. But yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's like oh, so now he's moving like quarter pounds. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Monty's running shit. Not anything. Not anything major. Yeah. It's crazy. He's like selling a couple pounds at like a hundred dollar and fifty profit. Per- I remember M- Monty was this boy that were really me. He's the guy I was just referring to. Mm-hmm. Who would be like, I got red. Yeah, he's up. a Monty. Yeah, yeah, Monty. Uh, we'd be really mean to Monty, and I do remember. 
when these junkies stole my car and I was living in my car, so I, I became effectively homeless, I, I remember going to his apartment complex. And we were not good friends. I was always mean to him. We would bully him, rip him off, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I just knew that um, he had a shitty apartment complex. And I was like, I might be able to like, get into the gym and like sleep on the floor. So I laid there for a few hours. I couldn't sleep. And then I was like, it was really bright in there. I was mm -hmm. also worried about somebody coming in. I'm dope sick. I'm like devastated. I'm just like, I don't do I kill myself. <laughs> like, I truly don't know what to do. And then I went up and I knocked on uh, Monty's window. He lived in a shitty apartment with his mom, um, which I always thought was weird because I grew up like rich. So I was like, apartments are for kids. <laughs> Why do these adults have apartments? <laughs> what are you doing? Get a house. Uh, I didn't apartments know are for kids. Yeah, hilarious. apartments are for children. Uh, so then I, or for like college kids. So I went and I tapped on his window and he goes and he looks through and he lets me in and he had just scored some dope and he didn't shoot it, but he, uh, he loaded me up uh, like a foil and would occasionally like pass me a hit and not just like he's sitting there chiefing and once in a while, it's like he pretty much shared mm -hmm. a bit of dope that he had mm -hmm. with me and then smoked me out some weed and he had guinea pigs in his closet. So his mm -hmm. place always stunk like bleach. Yeah. And, uh, and guinea then pigs in his closet, he had guinea pigs in his closet. And so like, it just always Why? stunk. I don't know. He lived. We, he's like, I want guinea pigs, but I want to control when I fuck with them at all. I, like, well, I think, I think he like, wanted guinea pigs at one point. His mom had gotten them for him. And it's like, if you get them, I think his mom just wanted to have as bad of a living situation as she possibly could, <laughs> which was living in a two bedroom apartment with her junkie son and some <laughs> guinea pigs. You're literally telling my mom's story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. Literally. But, uh, and then I slept over at his place and I, 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 I remember thinking about that a lot where in the moment like with him, I was like, I should never like mistreat somebody again. Yeah. Like he's being so nice and cool to me and empathetic. And I've only ever been an asshole. To yeah, this guy. absolutely. Um, so shout out Monty. I hope you got clean. Cause I know he was selling for but a while. He's running shit. But that was years ago. Uh, I, he might be dead in jail. I, I don't know where he's at now, but he was a sweet boy. Mm. And I'm sorry for ripping you off so much and taking money from you and disrespecting. He, he probably got a life sentence. That's what they called the full Monty. <laughs> mm. Monty Python and the and the gram of H. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Monty Python and the and the and the holy foil. Yeah. Mm. God foilies. Oh, yeah. What other movies do they have? They have uh oh the um they uh Mon I don't like them. Mon Mon Monty Python and the Half Life of Fentanyl. <laughs> no. Um let's uh, what's that based on? Life of Brian. Oh, the Half Life of Fentanyl. I got um it. let's see. That's good. Monty Python's um, flying, fly Monty. Isn't fly a kite some kind of drug term? High as a kite. I think that's what you're thinking. Of. You know, <laughs> I, I don't like those movies. What do you do? You like them? I appreciate them more than you I do? like them. That's that's how I feel about a lot of old art. Frankly, mm. I appreciate. It's kind of a Carlin conversation. You know Give me I mean? an example of not non-comedy, something that's old that you that you actually really enjoy, that you think like holds up and it's old. And when I mean old, anything let's say anything pre nineteen pre nineteen eighty. Yeah, the heyday of uh, films in the seventies. Yeah, like Dog Day Afternoon holds up no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the God, I really do believe the Godfather one and two like are as watchable as they ever were. Mm -hmm. um, what's it? A uh, French Connection one and two, incredible. Never so seen them. They're excellent. They're it's, good. Uh, yeah, it's Gene Hackman at his best. He plays a guy trying to bust a heroin dealer. I watched uh, the the Sting. Mm, excellent. 
It's incredible. Yeah. And it, like, it, it actually, not only does it hold up, it was cool Paul Newman and, yeah. is it Robert Redford? Yeah. Yeah. Paul Newman, Robert Redford. Not, not only does it hold up, I'm like, oh, this is a model we're still mimicking today. It was yeah. like the first one of those, like, I'm going to assemble a team. And yeah. then the whole, like, something happens at the, the Italian end. And then job it shows you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows you all the, you know, like, here's the big reveal. Yep. The, the prestige yep. type thing at the end. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is like, we've been copying this movie forever. A hundred percent. And it's still like the, one of the best versions of what that is. That's what I, I really feel about that era of like, really just the seventies mm -hmm. of like those movies really like they, they are as strong as anything. Yeah. They're very good. And I like those, uh, I, I'd be liking those Kurosawa Japanese movies. Yeah. That shit's cool. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Music doesn't count, right? Because I feel like that. No, nah, music's some of the best music was made in, yeah. in the 1700s. Um, I'm trying to think of some uh, other art forms. Uh, TV wise, I don't think I watch anything that's old. Yeah. You know what I think we should do? You know how all the girls are getting dressed up to go see Barbie? Yeah. Why don't, let's get dressed up to go see Oppenheimer. <laughs> let's, why aren't the boys putting on like tweed? And why aren't we dressing up like Peaky Blinders and going to see Oppenheimer? What, what if, or at what, least dress like a GI Joe? What if, what if I dressed up as I, I peel my eyes back and then I put like melt marks all over my skin? <laughs> to be a Hiroshima <laughs> a victim? melted Hiroshima. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. And, but then also like a tipped fedora. Yeah, I think just I'm both. something tasteful would be just dress up like an anime character. Just dress up like <laughs> Goku and we'll get it. We get it. We're like, yeah, sure. That's actually a lot of people don't know that. That's what's happening when his hair turns yellow. He's experiencing radiation. <laughs> That's what That's Goku's what, doing. Yeah. Yeah, like, ah, ah. I want more than anything is if I if I was anybody influential in history, I would want Christopher Nolan to make a movie about me because it, it is very nice yeah. when you see what Oppenheimer actually looked like, creepy mm -hmm. little weirdo, and then he ended up casting Matt Reif to play him, and I think that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> who do you think would Who do you think would play you in a movie? Who do I think would play me? Yeah, who would you like to play you in a movie? But be realistic. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. A current, a current actor who would be playing me, um, and it's got to be like same age. When I'm, I'm assuming that it's me now or before, so I can't be like, who would I well, want to play? Well, let's me? say, let's give you some range here because if it's going to be a life story, right? Yeah, it's not like all going to be. Who knows what? Happened. Maybe the most interesting parts of you are at forty through my fifty. My mind is going um, to like a uh, uh, like John Ewan McGregor or a James McAvoy type. Okay. No, I'm not quite as traditionally handsome as uh -huh. John Hamm, but I think I could get like a James McAvoy would be like a sure. much more handsome I think that's fair. You and McGregor was a good casting. Um, Gyllenhaal, obviously, if I could, you know. Gyllenhaal is good. I played by Gyllenhaal, I'd be pretty Yeah, excited. for me, I'm thinking more like a Paul Giamatti is probably <laughs> realistic. <laughs> for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Um, but they just use, and they just reuse the John Adams makeup. Let's take Seth Rogen out of the conversation because he's okay, an anti-Semite. Yeah. But no, I'm... Um, just kidding. He's not. Um, Paul Giamatti would be very flattering. I would like that. I feel like it would be a character actor that would yeah. be playing my, you know what I mean? It'd be like someone yeah. who's like interesting. Yeah. Somebody like, um, maybe that guy who's like from like a simple man. Who's the chick from misery? <laughs> oh, you know who could play you is uh, Dame Judy Dench. Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. Kathy Bates. You, Kathy Bates could play the shit out of you in a movie. <laughs> That's pretty good. Life of Nat, starring <sighs> Kathy Bates. Kat is starring 
67-year-old Kathy Bates. You know who would be really good? Uh, mm. The guy who played, like, the Yellow King in uh, the first season of Chief Carcosa. Detective. Yes, that would be really yeah. good. Welcome to Carcosa. That would be awesome. God, that was so good. You know who, if you're if you're in a movie and, uh, and Joaquin Phoenix is mm-hmm. cast to play you, you don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's like he seems cool in the pull but you're like, "Wait, what take are they making on me? Are they going to make him fucking freaky?" I know. Is he going to get freaky as shit or is he just going to be Yeah, I know. Just keep it cool walking, just be be a normal guy in this one and yeah. play me. Walking's cool. I think I, he's, he's, I, I think he's, he's cool. Yeah. He's like a cool guy. Well, Killian Murphy could play you. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. People are really excited about his performance in Oppenheimer. Yeah. 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 I think it's, uh, I actually find it really, uh, really interesting that people are so, and I think it's mostly because it's him and Christopher Nolan. Uh-huh. I think other, if it wasn't that people wouldn't be as excited, but I like that people are interested in that. I'm, I'm surprised at how, how much people want to see a movie about the making of the atomic bomb. I know my slam. Yeah. Um, so Tara went to see Barbie mm-hmm. and she said there were parts like in terms of like set design and production value that were like amazing. But her, her words, she's like the like anti-man rhetoric, like th- from start to finish, like the way they hit you over the head with mm-hmm. not only is the patriarchy real and bad, which of course there's like always an argument for it and some truth. And, but mm-hmm. the, the whole movie's messaging is like the only way to fight it is to recognize that men are the worst and, uh, and should be treated like dogs. Because mm. apparently the film is like men are second class citizens in and Barbie land in Barbie land. Yeah. And they're like ab- abused assholes. They're like they're like literally like playthings for right. the Barbie people. Then Ken goes to the real world and people are like kind of nice to him. And he's like, oh, my God, this is like amazing. And so the film tries to portray it as like like, yeah, you see this man like he gets like a little bit of power and like da, da, da. it's like. You've been abusing him the whole movie. It's like he's just like you've been treating him like a dog, and then someone's like kind of nice. He's like, yeah, I like this. It's like what's happening. Yeah. And so, and I've heard a few different like reviewers, even like people who are like really into like the technical elements of film in regards to film. They're like, yeah, like I really like guys that like never take a stance politically. Mm-hmm. Reviewers being like, yeah, it's like really unfortunate that they like dog fuck this movie up with all this like yeah. gay ass messaging. Even Ben Shapiro had something to say. About. <laughs> no, but like people who are like pretty progressive in terms of their views yeah are like this is like kind of crazy and then some people who i don't know their take on there's this one irish guy that i've watched a couple of his reviews his whole thing is that he gets like shit faced in reviews movies and mm. it's like pretty funny um because he's like an interesting guy his thing is like i wouldn't let my kids watch this it's so like so direct in the messaging right whatever i haven't seen the movie so i can't speak to it to agree what i'm slamming is this plethora of comics who are speaking about it all over the internet mm. a couple that i know personally that are like oh like like da 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 like what you wanted the barbie movie to be like m- more male positive it's like okay first of all you didn't watch it yeah second of all we we don't have we don't we don't have to be afraid to say because it's unpopular that like there like it is also possible to like hurt a dude's feelings. 
Yeah. Like that is that <laughs> right, is right. that can still yeah, happen yeah, yeah. in the climate today. Yeah, but it, well, it's also the thing of like if you have a movie and there's it's like a male centric story. Let's take something like a, a, a heist or war, like even like the movie SWAT. SWAT, which is like ninety nine point nine percent male, and now I know Bro I'm shit. naming a movie from like fifteen years ago that nobody cared mm-hmm. about. But it's like even they will be like, let's get Michelle Rodriguez in here. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that the Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> on chicken reservoir dogs and but there shouldn't be but it's like i'm trying to think there's like this huge push to be inclusive on that end but then if you make a a female movie it's like the the polar opposite where Mm -hmm. it's like we can just fucking shit on these guys now i do understand that you can uh, um you can throw bows a little bit because it's like yeah we're i mean we're the guys yeah of course yeah and and here here, here's proof proof in the pudding how about this two big movies just came out this weekend one about women one about men the female one is about how you guys like little baby dolls. <laughs> the male one is about how we built a fucking bomb. The bomb. So when you get mad and you're like, why is it a male world? Watch Oppenheimer. That's yeah. why. <laughs> That's why. Guy went to Cambridge, made a bomb. We dropped it on Japan. Yeah. That's why. There's, you, were um, playing, you were playing with little Barbie dolls and the, he, Oppenheimer was building a bomb. This one person reposted a review of Oppenheimer from like a parent, some like very progressive reviewer. It's like, just saying it's 20 minutes before a woman says anything in the movie Oppenheimer. It's like, they yeah, let her it's, say it's about Oppenheimer. It's not called it's Nancy. Like, it's, like such a, <laughs> it's like such a crazy take about think? anything. It's like that you need to have a woman. Yeah, like that's a rule in a movie. Like, yeah. It was a, hey, hey, dude, it was about constructing the atomic bomb during World War II. And so, and so I, and my take is not at all like, I, I can't always believe found, he timed it. What a bit. Yeah. 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 It was a, no, it was a woman. It was a woman. What a bit. Yeah. And so <laughs> my take is not like one thing that I thought was like really funny. Uh, one of the funny arguments that I take or, or, or see is that, uh, when people are like, well, yeah, like it was like, who do you think got women's suffrage to be abol- abolished? Men. Men. Yeah, and it's like yes, there is technical truth in that, no. but like it's there it was not like a bunch of like righteous men who were like lo- was it not? No, as far as I understand, it was just like it, it kind of had to be like no, no, done. No, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so there was also the- it's, it's kind of similar to like the like uh, Abraham Lincoln freeing slaves. Mm-hmm. It was like not coming from like a complete place of like just total virtue. Yeah. That it was like it was not that Abraham Lincoln was like so hurt by the existence of slavery that he abolished it like there's some truth to that well he's spoken out against he did that. and he campaigned on it but right. what happened is he went into what once he became president yeah. he saw that they were on the edge of a civil war so he did make it really clear like if it means preserving the union yeah i will at least tell everybody his personal views his whole thing was i'll put my personal views aside let's avoid right. a war right because he did believe that it was morally reprehensible but you're right, right. it's like he was gonna he was definitely not planning on doing that day one right yeah and so it's a similar argument so but the reason i bring up any of it is Mm -hmm. to say i'm not at all some kind of guy that doesn't like believe that there are advantages to being male there's also of course advantages there are of course also advantages to being female you gotta play with barbies What are you mad about? You're playing with Barbie. You guys are still doing it, by the way. They are just the Barbies now. Yeah. Like they're getting dressed up as Barbies, which is why I think we should put on some tweed and go watch a movie about science. So, uh, so apparently, like the whole film is like the only way that we can like uh, restore order is to like uh, embarrass and belittle men. 
Mm-hmm. Is like the only, and it was like the old penis flicking argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old, old dingling flick. Um, and so I think what I'm slamming is like the comics that are like defend, like that are like defending Barbie. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, shut up. You're a dude. Yeah. Like, that's cr- I haven't seen any of that. Bro down. Yeah. Bro down. Here's the deal. Defend the bros. Ladies defend the ladies. Totally. Like, even if, even if you're wrong, it's all in jest. Yeah. Bro, bro, like, you know, Bro, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Is like we're all fucking around. Ladies are gonna be like, dudes suck. Dudes are gonna be like, women are dumb. Mm-hmm. Men are right. We move on. That's right. all that it is. You know, what I mean, it's like okay, girls are gonna be like, men are dumb. Mm-hmm. We allow them to think that. We're like, women are dumb. We're of course correct. We all move on. Yeah, it's very simple. You know what I mean? That doesn't have to be like in defense of da, da, da. And they're going to be like, blah, 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 blah. and we're going to be like, blah, 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 blah. And we'll remain victorious. And then we move on. That's, That's right. all that. That's right. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we have when one- the arguments, when we've all exhausted all of our arguments and we're sitting there chattering, it comes to swords. At the end, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we listen, pick up I'm, I'm a nuanced, progressive guy. At mm-hmm. the end, we have wee-wees. We grow muscle stronger. Our brains are larger, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. We are able to process information a lot faster. We're wow. better at making decisions under stress. Women, they're really good at making... Barb, they make their Barbies look they so make nice, the Barbies. Dude. I like Women, the way they dress them all up. You guys make them look so good. I could it's never true. do that. It's That's true. the thing. We could never make a Barbie. It's like we all have different strengths. I can never I'm, make I'm a Barbie. I'm the kind of guy so who's going to put like a purple top on a pink dress and there I'm going to look like a fool. Stupid. I'm going to look like a You're going to look stupid. That's but why. Now what we could do, you and I if we wanted to, we don't want to, but yeah. if we wanted to, we could make fission occur within a bomb and end World War II. Yeah. And women are really good at dude, like when you get the, the Barbie and its hand doesn't even close all the way, but you still manage to make it hold the it's, purse. It's crazy. I don't and it's that's like, a crazy what? thing. That's a crazy thing. I also like um I also like how they um how they with the Barbies then they'll have like the house that they put them in. Yeah. They make that nice. And they can do that in the real world. They do it in the real world in a crazy way. Cuz that's actually all that happens is that Barbies just becomes yeah. you know, a bigger thing and then we're doing I mean you and I or like the, it is a little annoying though sometimes they'll be like oh babe should we get like this plant or that lamp and i'm like babe i'm inventing a computer yeah i'm the oppenheimer of laughs you yeah. understand you're like, asking me i'm like mentally you and i we're both the same way yes. it's like we're, we're never there because yeah. mentally i'm mentally right now i'm in a target with you and we're yeah. looking at candles mentally i am in front of a big glass wall and i'm just connecting how do i make a North Korean accent funny right. with my barf joke. Right. It's and <laughs> we're like the Oppenheimer of laughs. It's true. It's true. That's true. And 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 listen, I I think Dude, I we love women. We love a- Amy Poehler. Yes, please. Um can women sit this one out and play with Barbies while you guys make bombs? Yes, please. Let me say this. Right? Let me say this real quick. To uh because I think we ran that uh we stripped that dry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love stripping it dry. We, I watched Mean Girls last night. Mm. Unreal. Have you watched that movie recently? Uh, not in like 10 years. Though. It's it's like, it's an incredibly written comedy. Mm. It's like amazing. Yeah. And they go for it. So. I love Regina George. Uh, very good looking. Yeah. That's really peak Rachel McAdams, which is saying something. Right. Because Wedding Crashers, Rachel McAdams, whole different side of her, but also incredible. We love women. You guys look... You know, they drop... They have a non-white person say the N-word in Mean Girls. Really? Yeah. It's... uh, They, like... So, one of the... God. 
the what I, lottery did you have to win to get that role? I know phys ed. <laughs> the phys ed teacher gets caught hooking up with like one of the Asian like exchange students. Yeah. And there's like this little sub pocket of like Vietnamese popular hot girls. And they both are apparently hooking up with the same phys ed teacher. And so they get into this brawl where they're like all arguing and they're like, it's all in Vietnamese with subtitles. And she goes, yeah, well you're just jealous because uh, like Mr. K wants to make out with me instead of you. And the other one goes, yeah, as if he talks shit about you all the time. And then the other one, in Vietnamese and then in subtitles says N word please. Oh wow. In the movie. Wow. Yeah, in, not taken out at all. Some Vietnamese. That's funny. It's really a funny. Vietnamese. It's it it does it, it always it just hits different from any other race. Yeah. Have you you met those oh I farted it stinks. <laughs> you were You were going crazy before <laughs> we got I here. was too Did you work out today? No. I that thought this might be like a protein thing. No. I it, it could be I, I eat a lot of bison oh, at like dude, one. It's air. like it's like, and honestly, a girl would never do that. So, th- like, we have our we have our downsides. By the way, it's like a chemical. Can I, thing. Say, I can create an atomic also, bomb in my on. ass. <laughs> I just created nuclear fission in my asshole. <laughs> Spencer just rips crazy ass. I have become death. <laughs> I am become death. <laughs> I have become death. Yes. Destroy the rings. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, hold on, real quick. Ha- if, if you're making a movie and the messaging is that life is so hard uh, being a woman and it's not equitable, maybe don't cast Margot Robbie as the lead. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody who would have, and well, like as she should, uh-huh. and I don't just mean because she's famous, uh-huh. but probably her entire life having a red carpet rolled in front of her mm-hmm. because she's incredible. She's smart, charming, funny, mm-hmm. incredibly attractive slender crazy talented yeah. blonde beautiful white woman yeah. if you wanted to make that movie and make that point cast octavia spencer absolutely and then i would be like yeah it's rough ken it's quit rough. fucking around get in the house yeah. <laughs> make that barbie then i'll listen to your point how about that i'll listen to your point when you got a bug-eyed black woman Yelling at Ken to grab her back. <laughs> Truly, though. Get, make me a Barbie with jaundice. Hey Ken. <laughs> hey, Ken, don't eat that. I shit in that cake. There's doo-doo in that cake, Ken. Don't you dare have another bite. <laughs> you nasty ass. <laughs> the Barbie mobile is just an old DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to the office. She's like, this is the office. From uh, from uh, can more like can you dig it? <laughs> Let's go. That's fucking. Oh awesome. my god, dude! Uh, Octavius <laughs> Barbie. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Octavius Spencer always looks like a Ripley's Believe It or Not character, and it's and everything instead of pink is purple. <laughs> Everything purple, purple house, purple Deville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, women are wearing their favorite like purple tall tee and yeah. church hat to the theaters. <laughs> tall tee and church hat. Oh my god! <laughs> Every woman in the theaters has a personal hand oh fan. Oh my god! It's so funny. Oh man, Alamo Drafthouse has a special chocolate cake made with doo doo. Comes with easily easily removable earrings in case your Barbie wants to fight. 
Oh man! <laughs> oh god damn! My god! Oh, Ken's played by Jake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Oh man! No, you know it would be a good. One. It was just, just Ken is Lance Reddick. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Now, come on, Bobby. I aim to please now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I talk to a doctor? <laughs> no, I need a real doctor. Oh man, and then and then yeah, uh, that, that scene from the trailer where he's in the hospital being like, Can I talk to a doctor? She's like, I am the doctor. He's like, no, Dr. Dre. <laughs> talk to Dr. Dre. You I need a pill. She's like, we have, we have, we're not a pharmacist. No, I need the Beats pill. You, Give me the Beats pill. You take, you take off their pants on the Ken doll. There's still nothing there, but it's somehow larger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a, a bigger, bigger mouth. Area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my fuck. God, dude. That's funny. Fuck. Oh, my God. I like That's that funny. a lot. Yeah. I, uh, slam, slam done. Can't get back there. <laughs> Instead of high heels, he's always just wearing house slippers outside. <laughs> Fuzzy slippers. Oh, man. <laughs> so funny. Oh, oh man. God. They should they should have made Barbie black. That would have been like Yeah, that that would have been a great way to cuz that would have been the it, make Barbie black. And then everybody getting upset about that. It's like, I, I'm so on, I'm already team Barbie Dude. in that vein. Because it, that's one thing that truly, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Like the, I, I think two things. A, I do think representation is important. Mm -hmm. B, fictional character. Yeah, make them black. Like yeah. if it's historical stuff, it is stupid because I, it's just it's like, yeah, dumb. you can't, don't have a, you can't have like a, a, a black platoon leader mm -hmm. in World War One, yeah. uh, leading a bunch of white troops. It's just not, it just takes me out of the move. It's like, this is so, you're yeah, trying yeah. to make this based on true story. But like, yeah, fictional characters, Black Lomer, all of that shit is fucking fine. Yeah, who cares? And I immediately will side with you. Even if you have other like, whatever, woke directives, the, the only, I'll be on your side. I heard this as an argument, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Mm -hmm. um, apparently they're doing like Snow White mm -hmm. and they're making her like Latin. And it's like, the argument is, and I, I don't really have a take on this because I don't, care enough it's to called but coke white no <laughs> she's like apparently like venezuelan yeah um but it's based on like a brother's grim tale where like the first the sentence is like her skin was fair as snow and that's like it's based on like this thing yeah and they also abolished the dwarves there's no dwarves and uh because they considered it like offensive oh, which is such a bad take because they're horrible. not humans yeah they're not 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 to mention like they're, dwarves exist and they're not only do dwarves exist but in this world yeah. which is a fantasy which is literally like the original fantasy right it's a brother's grim tale yes this is like pre-tolkien and everything yeah right right and it's like they're not midgets they're their own species they're of dwarves, which just they like, are normal size and they are always grumpy sleepy Happy, slappy, scrappy. Um, What's no. the name? Scrappy, scrappy dwarf. The dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'll show you the pictures because it was so funny in this video I saw. Um, because they made them not dwarves. They made them like uh, like forest people. Um, and uh, 
and like people are freaking out because the images like look so bad. That shit's so dumb. Yeah, did you see, like, they made Cleopatra black? And that's one where it's like, hey, there are, like, Iranian people. Or, like, wherever. Where, uh, Cleopatra was, was she, I think she was Greek, but she was of, or she no, was she Egyptian, was of but of Greek descent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just she like, would have been darker. Yeah, she would have yeah. been a darker Greek yeah, person. Yeah, she would have been an olive. Yeah. She would have looked Turkish. But it's just like, yeah, so don't, why would you? That's just so odd. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. What did they make her? They made her black. They made her black. But it's like, dude, there's a lot of like incredible black stories to tell. Tell those. And, and yeah. Black and, and that's, that's, that's on top of that. Like, yeah, it's like, it sucks to be Greek right now. Like, yeah. are they represented? You know what I mean? Like, right. Greek is like falling. Sh- My big fat Greek one. It's falling. Sh- <laughs> you have I that dude, <laughs> by the way, I, I, it's rocked every time. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I, I didn't think people would be on board. It's because you have to believe. Yeah. You must believe. I was rocking with that last night. Yeah, look at these pictures of the cat. These are like real pictures. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I hate that, dude. I hate that. Oh, I'm I mean, dude, just get Peter Dinklage to play all 12 of them. Oh, here's a better one. <laughs> oh my. Here's what's annoying. They did get one midget. Yeah. So why why does that guy not why did they not give a fuck about that guy? This is one that I always thought Here's was interesting. Here's the other thing with stuff like this though and like like women being like the ring girls in UFC are sexist and it's like they want jobs you stupid fuck. Yeah. You think Peter Dinklage and a bunch of other dwarves don't want those fucking and, and, roles? And it's most, probably so hard to be most a, girls, a midget actor. I can't speak for this but at least the women that I know that have been involved in a uh uh Rape. a line oh. <laughs> Oh, they'll say that's well. That's like an OG Mark Norman joke, where he's like, uh, "Breweries are lame because I don't care how it's made," and they say that that's the appeal. Mm-hmm. It's like I like porn, but I don't need to be shown like a broken home. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so, uh, uh, a lot of women, like most of the women that I know, that w- are in a line of work where the job is like showing their body. They like know what they're doing. They know what they're signing up for. They're either like working towards something else, and this is like an easy way to make money. Yeah. Or they know what they're doing and like either care or don't. If mm-hmm. no one is forcing a, someone to be a stripper, there's like bad situations where like da da da, and you don't have a lot of skills or options or like, you know, I mean, you grew up in a place where your education wasn't valued or like something like that. There's there's ways again that most strippers I know like stripping. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's like, it's like the the defense. It's like there's a market, and there's women who are willing to do the work. That's yeah. very simple, right? And, the, no- and actually, uh, also, I've been talking to strippers. The things that they don't like about it aren't the obvious. It's the it's the like, yeah, it can just be like kind of awkward, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, the people are. It's not the like, oh, I just I feel I feel like I lose something for myself every mm-hmm. time I go. It's never that. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like the hours kind of suck. Because the girls that really have that don't do it. Yeah, the, 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 totally. The girls, like, I tried it. it and I felt icky and I didn't just do it. Be anymore. a barista. Yeah. Sell drugs. Yeah, be an ugly barista. Okay. Women drug dealers tough. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. You get you get jacked and then some. Women drug dealer, more like battered woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean listen. <laughs> It'd be funny if that was a battered woman shelter. It's just like all women who tried to sell drugs for two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> It's a like, woman who tried to sell X for a weekend <laughs> at a music festival. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> I had the thing. They want battered women. If they wanted us to help them, why'd they make them sound so delicious? <laughs> like a deep fried Oreo, <laughs> goddammit. Beer battered women. Cam! <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. All right. Slam. Slammed. But also, let's let's go see Barbenheimer. 
I do want to. I'm going to wait till it comes out, but I will watch Barbie. Same. Um, I encourage everybody to not watch Barbie, but I will watch uh, it when I'll it comes watch. out. Same. Yeah. I'm very right. excited that you can. I like Margot Robbie uh, a lot. So. She's great. Big fan. All right. Hottest girl in the world. All right.